Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Conjure, the podcast for empaths, or rather, one of the podcasts for empaths. I'm the head witch in charge over here, Jess. You are the head witch in charge of your life, and I bring you magical self-mastery tools every (laughs) week-ish, because I want you to see that you have these powers that you can use to change your life so you can help change other people's lives. So today is August 11th, 2020. This is episode four. And I want to thank you all so much who has been listening. That sounded weird just saying that sentence. (laughs) I've been learning Spanish and so now I'm starting to learn it. Learn, learn. I'm starting to notice that I'm thinking more in Spanish. And so my English is becoming just a little, just a little wonky, you know? Uh, (laughs) So what I want to say is thank you very much to everyone who has been listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I I don't think you really understand like how much I appreciate it because again, when you are um, just a small content creator and you have people who actually listen and care and, you know, express their gratitude, that's really cool. And so I'm very, very appreciative of every single one of you who does listen. And so if you ever have any questions that you would like featured on the podcast, uh, you can contact me at You've Been Conjured on Instagram. Okay, that's Y O U V E B E E N C O N J U R D. You've Been Conjured. So, yeah, today, this is going to be a quick little episode. Last week we had a QA, we talked about synchronicity. If you have not listened to that episode, you should definitely listen to it because it was a Q&A. So it was a very in-depth episode, lots of talk about synchronicity and uh, learning about being an empath, really what sort of experiences or symptoms do people have as an empath? And so, yeah, we talked about all that and it was good. So today... We're going to talk a little more about manifesting. I want to get into that. Using manifesting, uh, your manifesting abilities and what you can really do with that. Because I think that's something that, yeah, everyone's talking about manifesting. And I'll share a couple of, or maybe just one of like my manifesting, I guess you would say hack. I always call them hacks. And I feel like that really is what reality is. I talk about the matrix a lot in my content. And because that is the way that I view the world is through a matrix. And I think we all are entitled to view the world in our own way. And it's really cool to talk about what you believe in because you can find other people who believe in the same thing. So yeah, we're all entitled to see reality in our own way, right? And I view it as a matrix. So one of the things I do is I access the Akashic Records a lot um, just 
for everything, really. You can do so much with it. But the way I view the Akashic Records is much like uh, you're, you're uploading knowledge or you're being downloaded with knowledge. You're uploading an intention. So I think of it that way as like a computer system. And so I'm saying all that to say you can hack reality. That's how I think of it is you're hacking reality. You're writing a program into reality. And so people use different tools. I think that's what's really cool about metaphysics and spirituality and, you know, uh, psychic development or whatever you're attracted to, the occult. There's so many different things, right? If someone's into the occult, they probably would use like a planchette um, and a board. And if someone is into, um, you know, I would say just spirituality in general, they might use tarot or they might use a pendulum, right? So there's different mediums for accessing this information, divine information. And personally, I like to use the Akashic Records because I feel like it is the most direct, quickest way. And I love using just regular everyday magic. That's something I wanted to talk about today also is using regular everyday magic to manifest. And I had this conversation the other day with someone about, um, you know, why we need to use magic and not that we need to, but it can help to anchor things in 3d. That's how I kind of look at it. And so it was great to have that conversation with someone. I love having spiritual conversations, which is why I am so excited about Conjured, the podcast, because it's an opportunity to connect with people who love talking about these things. And so, yes, I'm having this conversation. We're talking about, you know, 3D versus 5D and above. And the conversation or the topic rather of using magic to anchor things, to ground things came up. And I think it really does depend on the individual because some people are very much um, 3D, right? They might be more of an earth witch where they're going to strictly use earth magic to manifest what they want and not even meddle with the Akashic Records, but they still get amazing results, right? So, and then you have someone who might completely deal with mm-hmm. 5D period only 5D and that's okay, right? They might never have to do any 3D magic. They might never have to build an altar. Um, it just depends on what resonates for you. So I love doing both of them. I love like having this balance of going into the Akashic records to uh, shift energies, get information, change a reality, change an outcome And I absolutely also love doing the 3D magic, creating an altar, doing a ritual, um, right? Those types of things are really cool. Uh, Speaking of rituals, let's talk about a really great, easy ritual that you can do just about every day. It's recommended that you do it every day and it does help to manifest. 
And then it, again, it's one of those things where if it doesn't resonate, it doesn't resonate. So I'm going to tell you in one second. Okay. <laughs> so today, and I'm going to tie this in. I like to tie things in with personal examples because I think it helps ground these, you know, otherworldly aspects. And so, yes. So a ritual that you can use to manifest is bay leaves. And you probably have heard of it. Maybe you've not, but um, bay leaves are a really great way that I like to also see not only like ground something in 3D, right? Not only manifest it, but I also like to use it to see where I'm stuck or where I'm blocked. And this kind of goes hand in hand with how some people might read tea leaves. So what you do is with bay leaves is you want to write your intention on your bay leaf. And I like to use a, a Sharpie and I think I'll make a TikTok on this because I think it would a visual really does help. And there's tons of videos on YouTube as well. You can definitely go on YouTube and Google um, how to do this. And if you're not following me on TikTok, I'm over there at Jess11, 11, 11 spelled out E-L-E-V-E-N. Okay, that was a little plug. <laughs> so yes, when you're doing this with the bay leaves, you write your intention on the bay leaf and keep it really short and simple. I like to use a Sharpie to do that. And I keep it really short. And of course, keep the affirmation, the intention in the positive, um, meaning you wanted to say something like, I, I have all my needs met or, you know, whatever it is that your intention is, right? Keep it in the positive, not, um, I would stay away from an intention like, I want money, <laughs> right? Write it in the, in the sense of this, from the space of you already have it. So I have all my needs met or I have, um, you know, whatever it is that you want to manifest, just word it in a way where it's not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where it's not uh, just taking away from vibrationally taking away from what it is that you want to manifest. And if I need to get into that in more detail, <laughs> like how to write intentions, I definitely can. I have a video on YouTube about it as well. And on YouTube, I'm over at Body Love Jess, another plug. I'm just plugging away today. Body Love Jess. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> that's actually funny, but Yes. So anyway, <laughs> with the bay leaves, keep those intentions short because it's a tiny bay leaf. I mean, unless you've got really tiny handwriting and can put a sentence long intention on there, <laughs> but usually it's just a few words for your intention. And then you burn it and that's a ritual. You want it before you burn it though, I highly recommend that you charge it with that intention. So what I like to do is sit, I would like to read the intention first after I write it and 
what I do is read the intention to myself, read it out loud. And I hold that, hold it to my heart. And I really feel the feelings of having that intention manifest. And what does that feel like? What sort of, what sort of feelings do I get? What would I, what will I feel <laughs> when I manifest it? Right. What is that going to feel like? What is it going to feel like to have that thing? And I, that's how I charge it. And then I burn it. And so what's really cool relating to the tea leaves is you're able to read the energy of the intention based on the way the leaf burns. Okay. It's actually really cool. And this is what I'm talking about using your, your abilities for more than just, you know, regular, regular manifestation, basic manifestation, take it to the next level, really dig deep into everything because in a matrix, everything is magic. Someone asked this question last week about, you know, is everything a sign? Am I seeing signs too much? And as someone who sees synchronicity all day, every every single day. It brings me joy. It's a lot of, I would say, fun to look at life through a magical lens. And like I said in the beginning, everyone thinks of life. They look through lens, they look through a lens of life from their own perspective. And so it's up to us to decide what that lens is going to look like. And not everyone's is the same. Some people will resonate with something and some people won't. And if you resonate with this concept of recognizing that life is magical, then this is definitely the podcast for you because I just don't see any other way to see life other than magical. Um, you know, you just have to be able to look at everything from that perspective of how does this relate? Okay. So that's what I mean by magical. Everything is how does this relate to my intention? How does this relate to what's going on in my life right now? How does this relate? Right. Because everything is intertwined. Everything is interconnected. It just is. And this is something that science talks about as well, right? This isn't just, um, this isn't just a belief based on, you know, the paradigm shift. This isn't just a belief based on we're living in a matrix. Um, this isn't a belief just based on spirituality. This is a belief based on something that I experience every single day. And so that's what I'm saying. For me, synchronicity is just a part of my life completely. And so if you are that type of person who feels like everything is a sign that's so cool. That's, that's called the living a magical life that right there, where everything is a sign. It means that you're seeing how everything in your life is interconnected. And that is such an empowering place to be, because if you can see how everything is interconnected, then nothing has the power to really uh, control you. Nothing has the power to, no matter how bad it seems. And that's why I say that there is beauty and darkness, because 
even if something is completely shit, right? We've all experienced something in our life that is complete and utter shit, right? We've all been there. No one is exempt from that. And I say this time and time again, because we don't live in this utopian world, no matter how spiritual someone is, we don't live in a utopian world and we never will. I think that also goes, you know, the flip side of that is we can't live in a dystopian world. I mean, yeah, things can get pretty bad, but things can also get pretty good too. And it's really about that balance. So, all right, back to the bay leaves. If you can learn, <laughs> and if there's one thing you know about listening to me is I'm going to ramble with a purpose. I promise it's with purpose always. Um, so yes, you're reading your bay leaves and the bay leaf for me, what I notice, and I'm just going to be completely honest with you because again, I feel like a personal example is the best way to, to share, um, for your learning experience as well. I think it's so important for us to tell stories. Okay. I'm digressing again. <laughs> so when you're looking at the bay leaf, you look at how it burns. And that is what I noticed for certain intentions. They would burn like way shorter or some of them would ignite immediately. And so that's the magic of doing a ritual is recognizing that, right? Not every bay leaf is going to burn the same, or maybe it will. It just depends on your experience. So from my experience, I noticed that certain intentions, uh, the bay leaf burned very brightly and it was sort of, I would say, uh, what's the word? Not necessarily universal. Um, I can't even think of the word right now, but basically every intention that was similar, the, the way that the leaf burned was similar. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> and then the leaves that again, if it wasn't, if I wasn't really feeling, um, rooted, grounded in that intention, if I didn't really feel like it was the absolute truth. And for me, those intentions were about love and receiving love. Those were the ones that would not ignite quickly for me. Those are the ones that when I would burn them, they would burn for half a second and then completely go out. Okay. So that's just an example of for me, the way I look at that is you're still not open to receiving that love. You still don't believe that intention. And so what I think is really cool about magic is fire, the flame, it's purifying, right? These different elements serve a purpose. Um, fire could be, can be healing. So it could also be healing that blockage. So magic is just really freaking cool. I mean, it's, it's everything that we do. If we can look at things from that perspective, I really feel like it helps us become a better manifester. And it's not about it being a chore. It's about what feels right for you. And you will figure out how much magic to use in your life and how much not to. 
right? Like if it feels like a chore to you, I always say this, if it feels like a chore, then back off of it, period. <laughs> like journaling for me is a chore and I like it though. It's kind of weird looking back on old things that I journal about, but journaling is also therapeutic. It can be therapeutic, but some people love it. Some people love it, right? And they journal all the time. And that's just them. Everything resonates for different people or two different people. So yes, I hope that makes sense. And I think I say that a lot and I should probably chill out on that because it's like, I don't want to put that energy out there that what I'm saying doesn't make sense. So I'm going to work on that. But um, before I wrap up, let me see how much time I have, because you can only record in 30 minute increments on this Anchor app. And I really like Anchor. I've got 10 minutes left. Um, <laughs> and it seems like based on the stats, you guys like the shorter ones, like the 30 minute ones. And that's cool, right? Because we're all busy and I, it's still baby podcast. Like I don't have that, I guess, that loyalty in the fan base for them to, for you guys to want to listen to an hour long episode. But some of you did, you know, I was checking my stats and some of you did listen to that hour long episode. And I love you. Like, thank you so much. Like that, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. I was saying before I, um, before I started like recording this episode, I was saying how everyone deserves to put their, their work out there. Everyone deserves to be able to put what it is that they're passionate about out into the world, period. And that's what's so cool about podcasts. That's what's so cool about social media, you know, across the board, whether it's uh, YouTube, whether it's TikTok, whether it's any app. It's just really cool that social media allows us to do that. It's so cool. All right. But before I wrap up, I wanted to talk a little bit about manifesting as far as when we're empaths. Are we supposed to be using our powers for ourselves, or are we supposed to be using them for the good of humanity? And what made me think about this is I was watching Sailor Moon. I have never seen Sailor Moon. I'd heard of it and I like anime, but I had never watched it. And I was watching it last night and I was completely in awe at just how much of it resonates. And I, it, I was watching the newer Sailor Moon, the one from 2014. It's a, such a good show. I mean, such, such good plot and everything. Uh, the graphics, it's just, it's really good. So the demons in there, <laughs> the villains are absolutely terrifying. And I would say even more terrifying than from like Mar any Marvel movie. So they definitely did a really great job at that. Like hats off to them, seriously, because <laughs> that shit was scary. <laughs> it was scary. Um, but yeah, Sailor Moon. So 
and Sailor Moon, they've all got these powers and they're helping to save humanity from these demons. And it just got me thinking about life and how life is right now. We are in this spiritual warfare, right? Like 2020 is just messy. And I was talking to my mom while texting her about this um, yesterday. And, you know, she was talking about spiritual warfare and I absolutely agree. I mean, this is some really deep shit we are in, in 2020. And so it is time for empaths to unite and it's time for anyone, right? I don't know what all the different groups are out there because I simply identify as an empath because that has always been the most strongest, I guess, pull or ability that I've identified with. But there's all different types of groups out there, right? There's witches. We need witches to unite with empaths. And like I was saying earlier, I feel like all witches are empaths, maybe. I mean, right? Like, I don't know the statistics behind it, but I feel like if you're a witch, you've got to be an empath to a certain extent, right? Because you're working with this earth magic. But I just want for us to start to unite across the board, spiritual people, period. Like things are so much bigger than I believe in this, I but I don't believe in that. If we all collectively believe that we are in a war against some evil shit here, then that's the only thing we need to agree on. And we need to start putting energy towards healing so that we can get past this because 2020 is just the beginning. It is just the beginning of how twisted things are going to be. I truly believe that, but I really, really feel like if we can start to bring these small pockets of groups together, we can really get some traction. And that is why I like Sailor Moon, because it reminded me of that and I want to talk about this. Maybe I'll talk about it on another podcast just to keep this one at, you know, a listenable length. <laughs> um, there's this game that I play that reminds me also of Sailor Moon because it's um, the community aspect of Sailor Moon. So if you've never watched it, it is about these girls who unite. They all have powers. There's five of them. I haven't gotten that far in the series at all. I'm on like episode seven. So there's still only four of the girls, not five yet. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just, I feel like that's where we are right now. We need the different groups of spiritual people to come together so we can fight whatever this beast is. And uh, I stand by that 100%. That might be a little too heavy for some people. I don't know, but it's just the reality of what we're experiencing. And, you know, if any spiritual person wants to run to the opposite side of spiritual bypassing, run towards spiritual bypassing and just saying, we've just got to be positive. Um, that's not going to work anymore. Like we we're just, we're past that. We are past that completely. And anime always shows that, right? Movies, period. It is the hero's journey is we can't just fight the bad guy with only positivity. We use that positivity to, con 
to keep our vibration high, but we can't just bypass this. Um, we can't. This is, I just don't feel like this is something we can spiritually bypass by just simply doing positive thinking. And there are some forces out here that we have to come together on. And this again goes into a whole nother conversation. We can't just fight just to fight. We can't just be fighting with evil, with evil and malice and those type of energies in our heart either. That's not the answer at all. And I see a lot of that going on in the universe, in the world. <laughs> and so, yes, we just need to start to come together with people who resonate with the truth that this is a spiritual war. And once we can agree on that, then we can start to have those conversations of, okay, what is each group doing? Okay. What is each group going to do? What is each group going to, how are, is each group going to use their powers to heal, heal humanity? How are we going to shift humanity collectively? And then the task won't seem so big. That's what I learned from Sailor Moon. I could be way off, but that resonates. <laughs> so let me know if that resonates with you. I'm going to leave you with that. Let that marinate, you know, like see if that resonates for you. If you've never seen it, definitely check it out. It's such a cute anime. Um, I'm watching the one, like I said, from 2014. All right. So with that said, I, again, I thank you all so much for listening. I'm so very grateful for every single one of you who listens. I will see you all next week-ish, like I always say. <laughs> all right. I love you so much. Remember, you are the head witch in charge of your life, and you can conjure anything that you want. <laughs>